The songs we love, the songs we hate, the songs we've never heard. What do they all have in common? Music speaks to us in ways we may not realize. Discover how to use what you already have to get what you really want. You're listening to Power of a Positive Playlist on the OBBM Network. Here's your host, John Chester. And welcome back. This is John Chester, the Power of Positive Playlist author, number one best-selling author of the book of the same name, The Power of Positive Playlist, and my first book, which was Live Your Worth. They, Live Your Worth was a more of an anecdotal book, told a story, and uh, what I learned from that event in my life. Power of Positive Playlist is a very specific book on uh, what is the power of music and how it impacts people. Today, I'm going to be going over step 10. We, we have the chapters broken into steps, which makes it real easy. You, you, you just do it bit by bit. And we're going to be talking about the speed of the journey, which is tempo. All right. Now, I'm using these musical terms uh, in a very user-friendly way. I mean, yeah, uh, because there's lots of ways to... Uh, lots of ways to describe the same thing, the beat, the tempo, the speed, whatever it is. But we, uh, in the business, we call it tempo. So to the story itself, the chapter, when I was a kid, uh, my family would travel once a month to, uh, uh, to grandma's house uh, and we'd all pile into our little Plymouth Valiant uh, and we'd truck all the way over to Port Arthur, Bridge City, Orange, and uh, and we were moving just under the speed of sound. See, there were no rest stops, no historical markers, no rest breaks, no snow cones, no nothing, no stuckies, just grandma's house. And it caused a great deal of anxiety. And we, there were five of us. And of course, being the youngest, that means I got the hump. I, you know, I was stuck in the middle between my oldest sister, who was the Lucy Van Pelt bossy one, and the socially stunted mean one, which was on the other side. I loved them both. Uh, they and then of course the social myth misfit, which was which was me. We were all just one big hot mess trucking down the road in the Plymouth Valiant, which had a push button transmission, which Dad had the predilection to put in neutral when we were going down the Rainbow Bridge. So there we were, a hurling projectile uh, moving down this road with no chance of redemption and hopes and prayers that the brakes worked. So. Uh, as I said, we were all crammed into this tiny car and moving real fast because dad didn't do stops. We just got there. And this anxiety built on all of us that were in the car. And the only time he would pull it over is if like when Jan would elbow me and stop it. And he's touching me and you know all that kind of stuff. And of course, dad would look in the mirror and you got just the eyes which was just like something out of psycho you just got the eyes and you saw dad's eyes in the mirror don't make me pull this car don't make me pull this car over you saw the eyes and he was looking right at me yeah so it's the same thing with music though it really is when it comes to the tempo the tempo which is the speed of the beat the more it antagonizes, the faster it is, the more it antagonizes the listener often. Now, when I say antagonize, I mean in this example, it, it begs emotion. It encourages emotion. You're not going to be able to sit and uh, <laughs> write out your monthly reports or uh, a romantic letter at a fast beat because the beats per minute uh, a impact the brain in such a way to where it engages, wants to engage the body. Now, 
uh, when I write, when I'm writing fiction books, when I'm writing those, if I'm writing a chase scene, I have uh, fast music playing, chase music. One of my favorite is uh, called Bishop's Countdown from the movie Aliens by uh, James Horner. It's fabulous, Pete. Mixed meter, all this weird chord progressions, and it's perfect for when I'm writing a chase scene. So I have that motion going on in my head, but my fingers are really flying over the keyboard. Tempo is the number one music element that affects emotions. You'd think it'd be chord progressions and such, but studies are showing that it's the tempo, the speed of the music, that uh, is the number one element that affects the emotions. Slower beats per minute, called BPM, gee, that's technical, give gives you time to emotionally respond to what you're hearing. So you can, the beats give you a little breath in between. Now that sounds silly, but on the other hand, you get to, the brain appreciates that little break. <clears throat> now stretching the point a lot, that's one of the reasons why meditation is so important. You're giving that brain of yours, that mind, a moment to just do nothing. And you don't want it to spin. You don't want it to focus on the problems, on your emotional responses. You're telling your mind to quiet down. You're shutting it down. And it's between the beats. So when you have slower beats, there's that moment where the brain emotionally responds uh, quieter. It, it relaxes just that much, which is good. A medium BPM is normally associated with feel-good songs. You know, boom, you're just kind of bopping along. And then a fast BPM, which is somewhere around 150 beats per minute, can motivate and bring about a euphoric state. And you notice that if you look at cultural songs, Sufi songs and such, they'll have a certain beat to them, which while the people are dancing and, and such, it brings on a euphoric sense. And they're just like, wow, you know. And it, so there's an emotional antagonism that happens if you don't know, well, you know, you don't obey the beat, you know, you have to, you have to keep up for what it's doing. Now, optimal tempo for an upbeat song for most people is about 116 beats per minute. So the human heartbeat at rest when you're just sitting there and you're comfortable is about 72 beats per minute, about different for every person, but it's somewhere in that ballpark. Next, here is an optimal tempo for a song, which is external stimuli. It's from the outside. And this external stimuli is about 116. So next time you're listening to a song, and that's one of the things I train my, uh, uh, my clients to, is I help them understand how to, how to get their own beat where they are, excuse me, and what the beats per minute of a song is. Now, there are apps out there, by the way. You can go to websites, and they'll tell you about what the BPM of a song is. And you can also just um, pull up a song and ask for information on it, and a lot of times they'll tell you that. And you can build uh, your, uh, your playlists if you're looking for something that's just that information on a beats per minute. What is the role of American government anyway? Is the role of government to decide where I can go and where I can't? Is the role of government to work tirelessly to destroy vital infrastructure that keeps goods and services from my customers? 
is the role of government to choose who can drive, fly, or ride according to mandated stipulations that threaten my body, health, mind, and conscience? Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable, it's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Your voice, your feet, your vote, not just at the ballot box, but training to be a poll watcher, precinct chair, judge, or early ballot counter, so you are doing all you can to protect the fairly counted American vote. Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America, because my voice and my voice. Together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. MoveFreelyAmerica.org. How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy, and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today. That's 469-450-7350. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business. And we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. Um, So remember our definition of music going back to the very first chapter? It was the organization of sound through time. Now, if that trip through time is faster than around 150 beats per minute, certain physiological things start to happen. We have to be aware of this. Remember, you're aware, you're responsible. We can't blame the music. The music is just always out there. It's happening. It moves through us. It's it's playing in the next cubicle. It's in the car that passes by your house that wants to make sure that you hear their music. That's childish, by the way. And uh, just other, uh, you're on the elevator. It's uh, passive. It's It's just playing. So you want to be able to hear that. You train yourself to what it sounds like and how it impacts you in a passive way. Some of the physiological things that happen, one, the length of eye movement, fixation, and visual sampling frequencies change relative to tempo. What does that mean? It means, you ever seen people that their eyes dart about, they look like a deer in the headlights, sometimes they're frozen solid, or they're looking around like I'm in danger. That's happening because they have a fight or flight mode going on. 
and they're looking around. They're looking for danger. They're looking for the threat. <clears throat> what is it in them, around them, that is uh, making them feel uh, unsafe? Often, in this example, it is the music that's causing the trauma. Next, changes in speech patterns occur as well as adjustment to rates of breathing. So they'll talk either faster or slower, and yes, slower, because they are having to process all the rapid beats and uh, their rates of breathing. They're, they can get faster. Most of the time is their response. They'll get faster in their rates of breathing. And of course, heart rates go up. Or in breathing, it'll get slower because they are um, trying to regulate and they are uh, uh, so anxious. Yeah, normally it would get faster, but it'll get slower if they're trying to control. The BPM can be used to regulate the cardiovascular system and blood pressure, for better or for worse. Uh, I have clients that are having uh, uh, high blood pressure hypertension, and I'm training them to find certain music and to eliminate certain music that has a, half, a faster BPM to it. Continuing with the concept of tempo and how it physiologically affects us, motivational thought, ideations, and belief can occur. In other words, in the faster BPMs, you get motivated. Gee, what a shock. You know, that it's this beat per minute that you get in your uh, Pilates class and your aerobic workout and people who are running. By the way, I, I've heard that people who are dead serious about running, they don't listen to, uh, they don't listen to music. They want to totally internally focus. And that's fine, of course. But for the more amateur or people who are not like hardcore and winning marathons and things like that, they use music and they create playlists for that kind of BPM and that kind of running speed that they're, they're comfortable with. Uh, people who are professional have to attain a certain running speed, and uh, that's hard to do with music to be consistent across the board. So back to the idea the motiva motivational thought, ideation, and belief can occur. Belief. Did you hear that? Belief. I totally, sorry, believe this concept because when I, uh, when I wake up in the morning and I'm taking a shower or I'm out there riding my bike or walking, uh, or preparing myself for something that I, I really want to be motivated and on top of my game about. Belief. I need belief. Again, as a man who suffered with depression for so many years in my life, uh, I, when I first started this, this entrepreneurial journey, uh, I had no belief. Now, my good wife and uh, uh, friends were telling me, oh, John Ivor, you could do this. It's fine. Just go. You know, you're, and as I've also said I had a, a mentor who told me, you don't believe, but I do. So you're going to have to borrow my belief. Now, let me tell you something, my friend. I don't know you. I, I probably don't know you. And I'm thankful that you're listening. I truly am. I know we're all very busy. And I appreciate you taking the time to, um, to have this moment and to spend it with me and that you're uh, aligning yourself with some of the things that I'm teaching here. And if you have belief issues about your ability, you have to start looking a different way because your mirror is very honest, but your eyes are maybe lying to you. You can do this. 
you can do whatever you really want. You have to put your mind to it in a positive way and stop listening to the voices of the people or the past that's telling you you can't. You're going to have to borrow my belief. I believe you can. Maybe you have to adjust some of the songs. When you're suffering from depression, by the way, tempo really drops off and they're really slower songs. And of course, the chord progressions and the lyrics change as well. But moving on now. Perceived effort is reduced by as much as 10% to improve tolerance to strenuous exercise. In other words, the body is tricked into working harder for a longer period of time. Again, this goes back to doing workouts with music. You go to the gym, you'll see some people with uh, the earbuds and the MP3 players because they're essentially, they're tricking their body. This goes back to my saying, which is core to what I teach. Most people use music for entertainment consciously subconsciously they're using it like a drug so you have to use your music freely in an appropriate way to get what you want but if you don't it is happening to you subconsciously like a drug and in a negative way so you can't be passive about music you have to take that (laughs) that radio knob, the MP3 button, whatever it is, and you have to be the one to control that. It's all on you. As I said in just my last podcast, it's not the bad music, y'all. It's us and how we receive it. Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bradas, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Aminat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train.
And welcome back. Here we are, step number 11 on the Power of Positive Playlist. We're going to talk about that troublemaker, Tambor, all right, spelled Timbre. Uh, as I said, it's a troublemaker because most listeners don't recognize he's there. It is the character or quality of a sound, all right? It goes like this. If a violin plays the note of A and an ocarina plays the same note, in the same register, there's a perceived difference. You're going to be able to hear that violin and you go, well, that's that's a string instrument. But you'll hear an ocarina or an organ or a timpani or whatever. And there's a difference. They're all playing A and it may be A440. But their voice is different. It's I may speak at this tonality. Somebody else may speak in that tonality, but there's different characteristics to it. So what? Hmm. So what? <sighs> there is a perceived difference in timbre, and how it is different is our ability to recognize certain instruments. We have to be able to hear them because when you hear, I don't know, when you're picking on the group Kiss, when I first heard Beth, I remember going, Gosh, that's a pretty song. And then the DJ, is nighttime when I first heard it way back when. And the DJ, when the song was over and the quartet had, had uh, diminished, the DJ comes on after a pause. He goes, yeah, that was Kiss. Okay, the timbre of the band, Kiss, greatly changed when they all of a sudden added stringed instruments to a group that was normally thrash metal for that day. And so they were telling us something a little different. Musical tension is a requirement for most genres of music. Remember, music is a series of tension and release. We love the tension. It builds it, but we like that release. The percentage of tension to release dictates the emotional impact of music. That's why, like I mentioned in the previous podcast, that... uh, it's required for us to know our emotions and to know where we're going with it and how the music impacts us. Timbre, timbral roughness is a major component of music tension that can cause anxiety. If you don't want that kind of anxiety when you're going to bed, then you need to be aware of what it's saying. And then the perception of timbre is impaired by chronic substance abuse and brain damage. So you have to be able to be aware of what it's saying. What is it trying to get? What's the message? Do you want that message? You see how I keep lobbing it back at you? You want that responsibility because then you have control, not them. When you listen to a top 40 station or somebody's playlist on Spotify or wherever, you, you're now under their control to an amount. You get to, yes, yeah, swipe it and get rid of it, but you also get to listen to it. It's a choice, just like it always is with music. I'm John Chester, and if you want to get out in touch with me, you can reach me at my website at iverchester.com or at my email or at jiver3 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Please feel free to reach out. If you have any questions or comments, they're open for discussion. I'd like to hear any comments that you've got on this. Until then... 
This is the Power of Positive Playlist. I'm John Chester, and this is the OBBM. Keep listening, folks. We're out there. You've been listening to Power of a Positive Playlist with music therapist and life coach John Ivor Chester on the OBBM Network podcast. Power of a Positive Playlist airs each Monday and Wednesday at noon central and 5 p.m. central on OBBM radio in the Offbeat Business app or get the OBBM Network podcast on demand in podcast directories everywhere. For more insight or to book John for speaking or hire John for your therapeutic environments, go to IvorChester.com.